Hello. Nick Thomas. Jay Michaels. How are you? I'm well, I'm well, as well as can be in these uncertain times. That's the best way to put it. If I'm on the line, you're on the air. Uh, uh, so sorry it's taken me forever to get to you. It's like this, there's there so many people who want to want to say a few things about it. I'm, I'm beyond thrilled that we're not all just cowering in our apartments. What's what's new with you? Um, right now, let's just right Right now, I mean, myself, Spit and Vigor, we're getting ready to do a reading of The Brutes tonight. Great. Which we're going to be streaming on Instagram Live, and then we're also gonna, it will be recorded and put up on the website. So um, it's exciting to get the whole we'll get the whole cast back for The Brutes, um, and it's going to be exciting to do that once again in a slightly different medium and check in with everyone. Um, we've been, we did we did another reading last week, Blake Countess, and so Monday nights are now play reading nights for Spit and Vigor. So this is this is an ongoing thing now. Monday night we're Spit and Vigor. Monday night, 8 p.m., you're going to be spitting bigger on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's going to be an ongoing thing. Whilst this is the only way we can perform our plays, we're going to not slow down. We're going to keep doing them. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I, I, I've always admired you guys because you guys have, have spitting vigor. You guys have, have the energy and the drive and the ambition, and it's absolutely marvelous. Now now you're, you're literally providing a service every Monday. If nothing else, people can say, well, what do I do? Okay, Monday night I'm going to... To spit and vigor. Oh, that's excellent. That's it. It's still there's still a chance to see theatre in some form or another, um, and it's great for us. It's great for our audience. It's great for all our actors to still have projects to work on and still have you know just work, which is great. Right. Um, uh, you you have also uh, uh, I spoke with Sarah Fellini, and she she mentioned that you are already planning the the return date for. Uh, the, the wake of Dorcas Kelly, which which unfortunately was was postponed because of this. So you guys are ambitious enough to to be figuring your dates, which I think well, is marvelous. Right, yeah, right now we're talking with the new Ohio. We've got some tentative dates in September. Obviously, there's a lot of plans. There's a lot of stuff that can still go happen. But right now, we're hoping September is farther away, far away enough that everything will be back to relative normality by then. So. Yeah, right now, Wake Up Dorcas Kelly, September at the New Ohio is a tentative kind of arrangement. Excellent. Now, now, speaking of which, I've also spoken to Thomas Key, uh, uh, and and uh, that man understands politics. I'm just going to say that much. But uh, uh, how about Mary's Little Monster? That's I have not heard that you're not doing that, and that's in May. Right now, we're still doing that in May. We're in constant communication with the players. Theatre, you know, everything. Everything's changing day by day. So right now we're in rehearsals and we're going to be ready to go if we if we go in May or if not, we'll push it back. But definitely 2020, 2020 will, Mary's Little Monster will go up um, at some point at the Players Theatre. Um, yeah, so we'll just, we just go play it by ear. You have, you have the same, this is the first time I've really spoken to you. Um, we, we've been email buddies. Uh, yeah. This is the first, and you have that same high ambition and, and vigor in your voice, vigor. <laughs> there you go. I didn't even realize I did that. Uh, uh, as Adam Belvo and Sarah Fellini do. So so I see why you're part of that triumvirate right there. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Australia, Melbourne, Australia. So I've been in New York 10 years now. Um, but yeah, Australian born and raised. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, how, are, how are things, do you have family down there? All my family's in Australia. So I'm, a, I'm over here solo. So... I'm wow. checking in with them every day, and 
Um, all my family's in Melbourne and they've just gone into lockdown, same as we have here. So it's, yeah, it's a constant, just keeping in contact, watching the news, yeah. How, did, how does that feel for you? Because there's so many people, Governor Cuomo said this at one point, he said he had no idea how many single people are just sitting there all by themselves in their apartment. Now you're saying you're here by yourself. How does that feel for you? Well, the, the family is, is halfway around the world, literally. Uh, uh, how, how does it feel for you? Forget about, yes, we got the theater, it's happening, you guys are amazing. How about you? Um, I mean, New York is my home, so I mean, I say my family is in Australia, but my friends are here, my life is here, so th this is my home, and I'll stay, and I'll see it out, and, you know, we're all New Yorkers, and that's kind of where I'm at, like, um, the thought did just pop into my head at one point, maybe I should head back to Australia, but you know what, I, I kind of belong here, so we'll see it out, and I speak to my friends every day, and that's one good thing about this whole lock-in is that everyone's home, and communication, I think, is really up. I'm, I'm talking to friends a lot more regularly, almost than, than when we were living our normal lives. So I think this whole thing, there's going to be a new awakening of communication between people, which I think is a good out, outcome of it all. Do you think it'll survive? I hope so. I think so. I, 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 have, a, I have high hopes. For, I mean, there's some tragic days ahead, unfortunately, but I think... We're in for some kind of renaissance at the end of this in some shape or form. I mean, you can't lock the world away and tell us not to come out without something. Something's going to happen behind closed doors. I mean, all the artists have all got all the time we ever wanted right now to, to write and create and, and come up with all these projects. And I think when we're allowed to open those doors, we're all going to hit the ground running and really bring it out and show, show people what the arts is all about. You you you, uh, you you segue into my favorite question that I ask all artists is is when the doors open what what will the arts world be now you're saying we're hitting the ground running where are we going are we going to see more nine hundred dollar Broadway seats or do you think we're just to make their money back do you think we're going to to see much more accessible theater I think for people on our end like off off Broadway off Broadway I think that's where it's really going to hit. I don't think people are going to come out with the money to spend hundreds of dollars on Broadway seats, but people want to see shows. So I think the lower end is is really going to thrive. You know, people are going to have your twenty, thirty, forty dollars to spend on a show after not working and, and coming out of this. They're not going to have that big money. So right. I, I think for us, it's going to you know for people down in the, in this world, I think it's going to really come at us, and we're really going to have great houses. Uh, uh, Tim Moss um, uh, put it quite quite whimsically when I said, will, will Broadway return? And he said, yes, but not at those prices. We're still paying off Con Edison by that point. That's true. I mean, I don't know what Broadway's going to do. I mean, they're working in a whole other I mean, you have to think so much of the money comes from tourism and, and people coming to New York to see a show. And I think that's going to be slowed down for a while. So, whereas off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway is where New Yorkers go. So I think, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, how about artistically? Uh, now, now I'm of a certain age, so I remember I remember everything from from Nixon to Reagan to AIDS to 9/11 and all of that quite vividly. Uh, what what theater will come out of this? Now that we're exiting, now that every show is twenty dollars, what are we going to see? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm not really sure on that. I think we're going to see hopefully more human plays and things that we all connect with. I think that's because I mean, for for the first time in humanity, I mean, 
we're all in this. This is one of those situations. We always say, oh, we're all in it together. But this time we really are all yes. in it together. And I think that's what's going to come out in the theatre world is really it's all about relationships. It's all about, you know, mankind. It's all about your relationship with your partners, your friends, and all of that. And I think that's the kind of theatre we're going to start to see again, you know, is real human kind of dramas, I hope. More, yeah. more intimate, more, more uh, uh, character-driven, etc. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're going to get new authors? You th- this was an interesting question. I, I uh, another another gentleman I spoke to, uh, who's a writer, and he said, "This is the time that you know you you can live that dream because you have nothing else to do." Do you think there are people out there who are going, "Okay, uh, I, I I can't go, I can't give up on my bucket list," and suddenly we're going to get new playwrights, new actors, that there'll be an infusion of talent as well. I think so. I definitely think. I think that's also a, 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 a raises edge as well because I think there's a lot of artists now sitting at home thinking to themselves, "Well, I have to come up with these great ideas, and I have to be right, and I have to be creative." You know, and I think so. I think we need to take that pressure off because we have all been given the gift of time, but that can also be a lot of pressure. Of well, people are expecting me to create something. So I think really, you know, the first thing is look after yourself, look after your health, look after your mental well-being, mm-hmm. and then I think the art will flow after that. You know, I think we all need to give ourselves a little bit of a break and not, well, I have to write today because this is what I do. Um, so I do think there's going to be a lot of creativity. I think there will be a lot of new playwrights. But I think for us existing artists, we do need to give ourselves a little bit of a break and because I do think we have high expectations for ourselves right now. You know, it's really interesting you say that. There's the stereotype of these authors that go to the cabin in the woods with their typewriter to, to, to write their novels, and, and it's become such a stereotype. But I guess all of us artists have done that now. We're all sitting in our little cabins yeah. in the woods in the city, uh, well, and I, here's our chance. Well, ironically, that's what Mary's Little Monster is about. It's about these writers who will hold up you know, in the, in the mansion because of what was going on in the world. They couldn't go outside. And that's, you know, Frankenstein came out of that and the right. vampire. So it's, it's funny that, so I think that play, if we can, you know, once we get that up, I think it's perfect timing because it's exactly what we're all going through right now. And that's, you know, that was, that's what that play is about. It's, it's, it's ironic. I, I, I never bring it up because these days it's somewhat trivial. But there seems to be an, uh, there seems to be an air of Frankenstein in the air. Uh, uh, I have heard so many different projects that are focusing on Frankenstein. They even had it as an episode of Doctor Who. Uh, Mary Shelley was even a character in, in, in an episode of Doctor Who. So it's, it's, there, there seems to be this creating life uh, air, uh, thing in the air. And I'm wondering if that isn't connected somehow to, uh, to our current state of affairs. As if everybody's thinking, okay, what, what's life? Uh, what's, what's the new creation of life when this That's is all true. over? Yeah, but yeah, but you're right. There's definitely Frankenstein really is on the tip of everyone's tongue right now. So I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's funny how that, that's kind of happened. But yeah. Well, I, I look forward to all the monsters that will be created from this, and I look forward to everything that Spit and Vigor does. Uh, I have now spoken to all three of, of 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 you, and the the energy, the intellect, the power that that group. Has definitely is is right from its its three uh, chief brains, if you will, and and I think you're all wonderful, and and I'm going to make sure everybody knows that on Monday night they ain't got anywhere else to go, so it's time to tune in to uh, to spit and vigor. That's it. Thank you very much. And you're right. I mean, but that's the one thing with creating is you just have to 
you have to meet people with the same energy that you have and who want to put the same amount of effort into it as you do. Completely. And then I think if that happens, you really come up with something great. But if you are not on the same level, then it's never really going to work. And we're very lucky that me, Sarah, and Adam are all very much on the same page and have that same lust for, for creating. Indeed. Indeed. All the best to you. All the best to everyone. Stay safe. The whole works. And I look forward to seeing you on TV and then in reality. Thanks so much, Jay. Thank you. Ciao. Okay. Bye.